seek and find. Two weeks ago, I was with the Focus missionaries and they were talking about Halloween costumes. And they said one of the coolest things ever would be like a transformer costume. And I said, mission accepted. So, but I said, how do I make a transformer costume? Enter YouTube search. And so I searched, uh, and if you're curious, you can just go to the Catholic Jack's Instagram to see what came of that. But the point is, I sought, and I could find. And if, if things like that, that are so normal, mundane, base, whatever, desire to be found, how much more so does our God wish to be found? That today we hear about Zacchaeus, a story that most of us probably know, familiar with. That Zacchaeus is seeking to see who Jesus was. And Jesus responds to this, seeking Zacchaeus. He says, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. That at the same time that Zacchaeus is seeking Jesus, that it's really Jesus who is seeking and drawing Zacchaeus to him. That's actually a truth we believe about our faith, that at the same time I am seeking God, that ultimately he's the one seeking me and he's drawing me through my desires. So if anybody ever says, some people say, you know, religion is man's search for God, that we say, no, 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 in Christianity, Christianity is God's search for man. Do, do you believe that? Do you feel that? Do you believe that God is actually seeking you? That he wants to know you? Well, well the truth is he does know you, but, but I don't know that I know that he wants to know me. That, that, but that's what he wants to reveal. Now, the thing about Zacchaeus was he was not a perfect man. Welcome to humanity with the rest of us. That, but that he was actually, as a, as a tax collector who was a wealthy man, it meant that he was, how did he make his money? By collecting taxes and usually you know, increasing the margin. And so he was not liked by people. His, you know, his badness was, was very obvious to people. And so people grumbled about that. The Son of Man has come... You know, he's going to stay at the house of a sinner. But, but Jesus' whole mission as the Savior is to come to seek sinners, to, to seek people in need of a Savior. You know, sometimes people can look at us Catholics and say, you know, you Catholics, you're, you're, so, you're so judgy, or you, you think you're better than other people. You're all, you're all just a bunch of hypocrites. You're all just a bunch of sinners yourselves. To which my reply is, yes. Yes, like you're not telling me anything I don't know. But the difference is I know where to go with my sinfulness. And that, that my God, and this is the other thing that I think non-Catholic Christians are confused about. You're like, you Catholics, you... Um, I think I was at a tailgate a few weeks ago. He's like, you Catholics, you can just party all you want here at the tailgate, and then you just go to confession on Sunday. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, but you have to understand one thing about confession. That for confession to be valid, I have to intend not to sin again. I have to, I have to seek to make my life different. And that's what we see with Zacchaeus, that Jesus doesn't actually tell him, okay, here's what you need to go do. That, that, that his encounter with the Lord leads him to want to be different. That, that half of his possessions he gives away. That's crazy. And then if I have extorted anyone, I'll repay it four times over. That, that I'm going to make it right. Which is, which is a little bit at the end of confession when we receive a penance. That we're trying to build up what was torn down by our sin. It's, so that's what, it's a very scriptural notion. That's what Zacchaeus is doing. He's trying to, to the best of his ability, to make right what he made wrong. Now, we, you and I can't always do that, but, but we should try. We should try to heal the wrong that was caused by, by our sinfulness. And that, that, that actually is a, it's a manifestation of a genuine encounter with the Lord. I remember a retreat a little while back that there was a, a young man there that was a little rough around the edges, and a week later we all got back together and we said, you know, what difference did the retreat make? And he said, well, I went home and I went through my music and threw out a whole bunch. This is back when you threw out music versus deleting it, by the way. <laughs> he threw out a bunch of his music, and we're like, oh. He said, because I realized it wasn't helping me to become the person that God wants me to be. And so a very tangible thing of actually removing something to help him draw closer to the Lord. That, that's the thing about Zacchaeus too. Like he, he wants to know God so bad that he's willing to do whatever it takes. And sometimes in a society where it's legal to go to church and that, that it, it's almost so easy that we just don't do it. But where is my desire at? Where's, where's the level of desire for me of how much do I want to know God and his peace? How much am I willing to do to seek the Lord? When, when I read that he went up a sycamore tree, it, it reminded me of... Uh, Boy Scout camping where uh, it wasn't Seven Springs, but somewhere there's a, we camp and there's a whole bunch of sycamore trees. And I remember them because I'm really good at climbing trees and I couldn't climb a sycamore tree because it's extremely slick. And the other thing is they call sycamore trees, at least the ones that I had there, the, the scoutmaster said, we call these widow makers. And I never understood that. I thought it was because you, you killed yourself trying to climb it. But he said... <laughs> Uh, apparently, they called them widow makers because trees like this, um, they grow really big, and at a certain point, they will shed what they don't need, that branches will literally break off with no warning, and they'll, they'll crush you if you're underneath them. So if you, if you Google it, um, that, that's what you'll find, that widow makers are when tree, the branch breaks off. But, but, so I wonder if there's a reason that we're told that detail, that that he wants to see Jesus so bad that he's willing to do something very difficult. And he's willing to risk, and this, even this sycamore tree, which sheds what, he does, what it doesn't need, that he's willing to shed his money. Well, he kind of needs that. 
but he needs the Lord more than he needs his money. What am I willing to risk and shed out of a desire to be closer to the Lord? And in a sense, everyone's doing it here. By being here tonight, you're saying that seeking God tonight is more important than anything else I could be doing. That you're already doing it. And and I propose to you to to listen to that voice of, of, I desire more. I desire happiness. I, I was talking this afternoon with a couple on the phone there engaged to be married and someone connected me with them and they're like here they didn't know what to do like we don't know the next step of getting married in the church and so I basically asked them I said why do you want to get married in the church they said yeah our wedding coordinator said it would be very difficult to get married in the church and she told us she had other rent ministers that would come and do our wedding you know elsewhere and I said yeah how come you want to get married in the church and she said, well, I've always been Catholic, and I want it for our kids. And, and I said, well, if you want it for your kids, if it's good for them, wouldn't it be good for you too? She's like, yeah. And in the course of this conversation, it was beautiful to hear this desire. She's like, no, I know I don't have to get married in the church, Father Matt. And I was like, no, I'm not, you know. I said, <laughs> she's like, I want to. I was like, okay. She said, I, I want, and, and my fiancé He wants to be confirmed and receive First Communion. And it's like, that's how it starts. It starts with a desire. I was like, but you're going to have to go to classes. If you want, you know, you're going to probably need to start going back to church. You're going to... Are we willing to do that? Trusting that God will bless us. that, That this desire that I have, that it was put there by God because he has a plan to fulfill my deepest desires. I'd like to close by sharing some quotes from you, for you from our retreat last weekend. As you may know, we took a bunch of students um, up to San Francisco to Assis where there's a retreat. And, and so these are students who somehow were, were led, like they were, they were seeking God. And what they encountered was the God who was seeking them the whole time. And so the, here's some some words, not attributed to people, but just in a general way of what students said. I encountered Christ in adoration. I plan to read more scripture after this retreat. Another student said, I struggled with feeling alone. When I saw Jesus on the altar in adoration, I felt the Lord say to me, come to me, all you who labor, and I will refresh you. I felt called to go to confession and it was one of the best of my life. Another student said, I learned the Father has always loved me, even when I didn't know how to love myself. God reminded me that he is a God of healing. He makes all things new. Another student said, I learned I shouldn't be so hard on myself. Another student said, I gave the Lord all my fears and worries, and he just wrapped his arms around me. And last student said, I don't have to be what the world wants. I'm enough for him. We come here tonight because the God of the universe, the God of mercy and love, has drawn us.
that he's the one who's seeking us and wants to show us forgiveness, give us healing, and strengthen us for the journey ahead.